Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, once again, and welcome back to another episode of Father and Sundays, the unexplainable guide to absolutely nothing. We're in episode 93. 93. Yes, and we are talking about cars. Beep, beep. Stick around for you anymore. Hello, Dad. Hello, son. How are you? Yes, good, thank you. Good. What's <laughs> yeah. been happening in your world? Um, wow. Let's quick into it. I was going to quickly just introduce you by name. Oh, go on then. This is David, also known as Father. Yeah, and this is Son, also known as Connor. Uh, the wrong way around that was, yeah. That's fine, also, we'll go with that. Ma- main, ma- mainly known as Connor. Uh, known as son by only uh, two people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? This, oh, this is going to be a bad one, isn't it? it? And what I'm talking uh, about. the podcast comes out on a Sunday. <laughs> uh, yes, and that as well, yes, yes. Um, well, I'm glad we got that out of the way. Yeah, that went well already, didn't it? So, what have I been up to? What have you been up to? I'm yeah, so confused. What's going on? What's going what's on? My name I just again? wondered what you. Were, yeah, I just wondered what you. Uh, what you've been doing? And what What's been happening in your life that I don't know about? No, not not that I don't know about because I know most of it. But oh. I'll just say something. <laughs> <laughs> well, since the last episode, yeah. Uh, since the last episode, um, I've raised money for charity. Good. Yeah, so as oh, you would have heard in the last episode, I'm currently raising money to do a skyscraper challenge in September, where I'll be climbing up the skyscraper, climbing up the stairs in the skyscraper, then episode on the other side of it. Go on our website, fatheredsundays.com forward slash charity, and it's on there. Um, that's all I'm going to really say about it too much at the moment, but I've I raised money so far. I would give you loads more money if you climb up the skyscraper and then episode down it. Set the episode down the inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Down the lift shaft. <laughs> Yeah, um, whilst the lift's all I'll going. I'll double that £5 that I've sponsored yeah. you. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so I've raised some money on that. Um, I've wait waiting most of the week, bearing in mind that we record this episode a week in advance. Sometimes. I've uh, waited most of the week to uh, for Hogwarts Legacy, the the game, to come out. Yep. And that came out, and I've played it for 11 hours so far. Wow, have you? Yep. Um, yeah, because it tells you how long you've been playing it. Yeah, Although fair, in fairness, some of it I've left it on whilst going downstairs and stuff like that, and then to come back to it. So there's going to be like probably about so about ten hours fifty that you've been playing it. And yeah, ten, ten minutes. minutes yeah. Of, no, it isn't how it's been working. But there I could must be admit, like, I walked in and looked at it, and I mean, it's not everybody's thing. Video games, like it's not everybody's thing's cars, but it looks incredible. The graphics on it 
is we've got some old Harry Potter games, haven't we? That of yeah. Various different formats and that, and they were good at the time. They 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 were, but this is something else. Well, this is the thing when we when I've played it, I've spoken to you about it separately about the fact of um, we've been to Harry Potter Studios. Yeah. Like we've been to Warner Brothers Studios to look at where they filmed Harry Potter. We've looked at we've been to Florida and we've been to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Yeah. And you can kind of that's the closest you can get to in real life visiting these places yeah however they're still a little bit missing the fact that you can't explore and you you don't have the full thing of what if i walk down this corridor that game kind of means that i can walk down the corridor and feel like yes it's missing some things like um we were discussing earlier about the fact that whomping willow for example um it's set in the 1800s and Sam yesterday was asking me, where's the one willow? I don't know. Oh, I don't actually know. It's actually quite accurate. It seems to be weird. It's missing the Wampum willow. But the backstory of that is, is um, it, the Wampum willow wasn't part, uh, planted into 1900s. So that's why it wasn't there. In essence, it's a very good game. Um, I know there's other stuff that goes on with it and there's thing, some people boycotting it, but ignoring all of that, Actual oh, game and stuff like that. about that. It's a game. It's a, it's a good it looks game. really good. They've obviously the attention to detail is incredible. So someone's put a lot of effort into that, or people have put a lot of effort into that. It looks really good. Anyway, um, yeah. But so I've been enjoying that. So that's what and there's cats in it. And every time I see a cat, you can stroke it. So every single time I've seen a cat, I'll be sprinting down Hogsmeade. And there'll be a cat and I'll just stop in my tracks and I'll stroke the cat and then I'll carry on. Okay, so one and a half hours playing it, uh, around about eight, nine hours stroking, stroking cats. cats and a little bit of yeah. time away. There was one bit I came into it in the castle and there was three cats all in one place. So I had to stroke a cat, then walk over to the next cat and stroke that and walk over to the next cat and stroke that. Mm. So it's very good for stroking cats. You could get a game that's just about looking after cats if... Well, I was just having a look at Steam. You probably wouldn't have had to wait for that. I was just having a look at Steam, and I've just mentioned it to you before we ca- uh, before we start recording, that there's a game that's called... Um, oh, what's it called? Like Rescue Sensor Simulator? I'm glad that's the game we're talking about, yeah. Oh, not the... Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to mention that one. There was a rude game as well <laughs> to do with a certain... No, you don't even have to go dictator. into it. Right? <laughs> go on. Um, yeah, and there's that rescue centre. Okay. All right, great. Thing. Animal shelter, that's it, animal shelter Not simulator. so interested in that one, I must admit, but there you go. But that does look a good game, um, and, you know, maybe I'll sneak in here and mess it all up for you one day when you're at work. Yes, yeah, it's, it's open world, which makes it quite cool. Yeah. Anyway, how was your week been? Terrible. Good. Glad. Yes, terrible, <laughs> Connor. Absolutely terrible. Uh, my... Work is absolutely awful at the moment. There's things going on that is just getting me right down, which has sort of given me a little bit of a nudge in the way of what do I want to do next as a career? What do you want to do when you're older? What do I want to do when I'm older? Well, I did think that perhaps I could retire in a few years' time and I'd just just plod along doing this job as a postman, which I am, uh, for a few more years. I don't think that's going to be what's going to happen. So... I've been looking for... I did actually put it out and ask people what they think I should do next. And there was some popular ones. Uh, what kind of suggestions did you Dog get? Walker. Dog Walker. Yeah, yeah, that's come up before, I think. So I think that's someone else wants to do that and wants me to do it with them. So that came up from a few people. Um, unfortunately, I put it out on Facebook and I asked a few people at work the suggestions from work the first one was what about a magician 
Yeah. Right. I okay. didn't really think. I don't That's even a good understand. From Harry well, it is, but I have no idea why that was suggested. Uh, then there was an OnlyFans setting up my Only OnlyFans, yeah. uh, which I'm looking into at the moment. Yes, yeah, so, so uh, sell pictures of your feet. Yeah, things like that. Uh, postman, someone said. I did on, see that. Yeah, which I thought did was quite rude. They realised they were you were a postman yes, already. Yes, it was deliberately done. I think. And because uh, you've asked for a job that you could still wear shorts. Yes. Yeah, but they would just being funny saying yeah. that like I weren't a postman really uh, what was it uh, Milkman and stand up uh, neither of which I want to do either so there you go because you're sitting down at the yeah. moment so I'm still looking but maybe there'll it's be some exciting news when I finally find something stand up's oh, a difficult job oh I, I wouldn't be any good at that at all so I think you're a funny man but a funny funny man very dim but funny yeah Um, <laughs> very unintelligent but you know but I would like to. Have you to, heard that somewhere? Yeah, I've, someone I heard on the grapevine that people think I'm unintelligent. Yeah. Anyway, <coughs> I'll try and up my game. Sorry about that. Um, I would like to work with. Bit of feedback uh, on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with animals would be great. So maybe a dog walker. Maybe I'll try and get myself a job in a zoo or we a got that hedgehog. center or, or something like that and help out. Um, we should have. Anyway. Should have. Yeah, should have. Um, um, <laughs> should have, could have, had of, didn't. How about we open a farm? That would be a good idea. Or, or you get a job where you have to drive cars for a living. Oh, very good. Wow. Yeah, let's no. talk about cars. Cars. Now. Let's talk about cars then. But okay. I'm really sorry that you're having a horrible time with your job. Oh, don't um, worry about it. Hopefully, we can get an idea of what you should do next. I mean, if anyone else has a suggestion, then feel free to oh, share I'm it. I'm sure but. people will be giving me really random suggestions, as they seem to do with everything. But yeah, no, we'll we'll see. We'll see what unfolds in the in the months to come. Let's hope something pops up. But cars, like the song, cars, cars, like the song, cars. I did that at the end last episode. I know it? you did. Yeah, yeah. I'm aware of that. Um, now. These are, there's a lot of talk at the moment about uh, trying to um, cut down on the amount of uh, use of cars, uh, yeah. pollution, you know, about the price, and uh, certainly at the moment the price of filling up your car with petrol. Um, it costs a lot of money. Very, very, very it expensive. It is very expensive, and this especially is why you need when you buy... To pay for your petrol. The packet of crisps, two chocolate bars, and some LucasAid oh, when you go in you, Yes. You always, um, okay. But... You get two chocolate bars. Yes. Do you eat them both yourself? Yep. <laughs> I do. I love chocolate. Anyway. Is it, by the way, is this when you fill up the van for work or is this when you fill up oh, your no, own Oh, no, no. I have to do that completely separately in a different petrol station. That's the only ones we can use and that's diesel. And then do you, okay, but thank you for explaining which color, what you fill it up with. Um, but then do you um, buy yourself a chocolate bar and a LucasAid? From there, when I fill up my car, I would normally fill up my car on my way home from work, and and as I drive home from work, I treat myself. Usually, buy a drink to so, have there, drink for the next day. Uh, probably buy the two chocolate bars, one for that time and one for the next day. But I eat them anyway. And see, uh, yeah. this this is the thing. I I feel like see, I don't. I used to buy chocolate bars every time I used to get petrol, but I don't anymore because you know cost of living. Um, but the I do think. Is it like a reward? Because going to get petrol is a bit of a chore in itself. Going to get petrol is a bit of a chore. Working at the moment is a absolute 
pain in the quite tookers. literally the reason why you get paid to work is because yeah well no, I, no, I know that but some days it is it feels like i'll tell you what i'm going to treat myself we talked about this once before being an adult where you can go in as long as you've got the money you can go and get whatever you like um but yeah so like it's a just a bit of a treat anyway this wasn't about confectionery and what i um and what well, i buy when i get petrol stations, yeah. you know, it's cars. but so people and they're talking about exclusion or zones gas, around, uh, you know, around London, certainly at the moment, which is more. Uh, oh sort yeah, of the Lu- con- U- ULEZ um, areas. Is that what it's called? U L E Z. Really, I could have ultra thought of low better. emission zone. Yeah, and I get that, and I understand that. Um, and really, the move towards we, you know, I haven't really thought much about electric cars. It's something if I we live in an area where. Um, it wouldn't be very easy to have an electric car. We haven't got a drive. We can't um, be absolutely sure we're going to park outside our own house. See, this is- so to actually uh, charge it up, we'd have to go somewhere to charge it but up then and to bring it back. And I did I don't- think about this, yeah. and I've been thinking about this recently as well. I've always thought to myself, oh, I won't get an electric car until I've got somewhere I can charge it. But I don't have a petrol station at my house. No, that's absolutely true. You are right. But, but I, I the guess difference is petrol does last me for the journeys I'm doing. Yeah. And I do drive to work pretty much every day. Uh, I can work from home sometimes, but I do generally drive to work every day to be in the office because it's easier to do my job in the office sometimes. I um, I, I do, I fill up and I fill up once every two weeks. Whereas if I had electric, then... I think I'd have to be filling up or topping up a bit more regularly. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't looked into it as much as how, considering the journeys I make each day, what I'd have to do. But I guess, yeah, you could get hung up on the fact that, I mean, I walk around, that's my job. Obviously, I walk up and down people's drives and, and houses, see a lot of them. And, and a lot of them have got the plug points in the front of their houses I and do their intend, cars, when which I, looks a fantastic way of doing things. But. When I get a house, one of my things I do want to do is aim to one day have a house with a drive. Oh, I think that's one. And of as the soon as I got a house with a drive, around a bend. I will probably have some kind of charging point. Yeah. Or if I can afford it. Yeah. Well, quite. Point. Yeah. But like we are at the moment, the people there's three of us living in this house, and all three of us have got our own cars, uh, which obviously caused a problem because down yeah. the road that we live in, you know, there's many other households that have got two, three cars. And we've got a garage as well, which obviously parked their cars down there. So, it gets so a when bit you say garage, you mean like one that fixes like a, cars? Yeah, yeah, mechanical. Not our garage. No, no. So, then but... We wouldn't be parking on the road. You know, I love driving. I do, I do. really enjoy driving. Okay, you, you know, very long journeys. You can get a bit tiresome and that. But on the whole, I... You know, there's something about it. I've always done since I learned how to drive and I was able to drive and the different cars I've had. And even my job, I drive in my job, uh, be it this um, sort of clapped out old van, but it is something I enjoy doing. I have a question for you. Yes. When you drive around, so you've driven automatic cars, haven't you? Yeah. You've driven them in America and stuff like that as well. Yes, I have, yeah. Um, I drove Nans the other day. (laughs) So how do you find driving a uh, a manual car to an automatic a lot of people do actually prefer an automatic and say they will never go back to a manual once they've driven automatic personally when i drive a car i like to feel like i'm driving a car if that makes any sense so i like to feel more in control so um i feel when i drive an automatic i don't really feel now that's going to sound terrible like i'm in control i am in control of the car but uh, you know i basically 
with a, You're with relying a manual on else gear to... shift, I feel like going up and down the gear, I can really control it. And when I'm on my own in a car uh, and not driving to work now, I drive through some country lanes now. I probably do throw it about a bit when I shouldn't. But, you know, I, I really feel like I'm driving. Whereas if I get uh, behind uh, the wheel of an automatic, it doesn't feel so much like that. I don't feel as much of in control of what's happening. I will say the the gear shifts. See, the reason I mention it is because this is the way the world's going. If we're moving towards electric cars, we are going to be moving towards ele- uh, automatic yeah, gearboxes yeah, of course, as well yeah. because they go hand in hand. Um, and but they are improving in the fact that the transmission for um, automatic gearboxes is a lot better than it used to be. It used to be a bit slower now; it's a lot better. The other thing I was going to say, but you do normally drive in a lower gear than what you probably should, don't you? What is that? A a observation of my driving? Yep. Okay, if you because, say so. Because uh, my actual my car that I drive at the moment tells me when I should be changing gear. And I change it, and the yes. car that I drive, the other car, which is you know your what is your mother's car, but I drive quite a lot. That does exactly the same so as well. Does mine? Okay, but I just it's an only observation. But when we were driving around the Lake District, you were driving in a lower gear, and it was well, telling that, you to go up a gear, and that consumed that more may, petrol. That may have been because I'm not used to driving your car, and also I was driving up and down quite steep hills, yeah. and would rather be rev revving going up those and making sure I've got the biting point in case there was any problems. That probably was a little bit to do with the terrain and being a, you know, being in a different car to what I'm used to and driving a terrain that's a little bit more challenging than just driving down a road. I think with automatics, I if I drove an automatic, like I climbed into uh, my mother-in-law's uh, car and just moved it a matter of my nan, couple, yeah, your nan, a couple of. Uh, sort of spaces away um, and it was really weird because I'd forgotten it was an automatic and I got into it and I thought oh what and so you mess about with the it. pedals yeah <laughs> what's happened here and then but the, when I the, the times where I, and you've, you've already alluded to it but the times that I actually use an automatic and have time to get used to it is when I go to the States where we, when we've been on holiday and they, they primarily all, drive automatics, yeah. in, and in certainly US. higher cars as well. And and I've driven all sizes of of like practically minibuses we've had before now, but they've all been automatic. And I think once you, it lends itself to uh, United States as well because of a, there's an awful lot of just straight roads, or you know there's not roundabouts and there's not a lot this of changing of gears really. Yeah, um, we're changing gear all the time. But once you've been driving for a few days, it becomes much easier. So I think, uh, as much as I say, oh, I love gear stick, I'd be a manual driver. I think once, if I had an automatic, it wouldn't take long to get uh, get used to it. Every day, in every way, the things people do, the things people say, just irritate me. Please sedate me. These are the things that really get my goat I love Christmas it's one of my favourite times of the year a time for family, love and forgiveness and as such I can even forgive people for their garish decorations over this short period however when it is fast approaching the end of February and you've still got your impenetrable door fog up this is totally unacceptable
Right, so talked a little bit about cars and our love of driving. First car ever made. Bit of a dispute on that. Um, when you look what? at it, I think most people, when they say or they're asked what were the first car, they'd think of the Ford Model T, uh, Henry Ford's uh, car invention. I think that was in 1908, uh, from what I looked at. Bit it was Mike Trouble there? Bit Mike Trouble still. It was the first, well, when I say mass produced, but produced on a, uh, a line as opposed to it being individually made. Um, but in 1886, the Benz Payton motor car or motor wagon it had three wheels, and that really was the first, uh, what I'd say would be proper car. But it wasn't mass-produced, I don't believe, so I don't think that that's why there's this dispute over which one came first. Um, obviously... It was the egg. It's the egg that came first. At that time, there would have been very few cars on the road. I think we even looked at something. There was even, I think there was two cars in a particular state over in America, and they still managed to crash into each other. So that's always been a problem as well. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the speeds were very low. Um, as I say, the there wouldn't have been much in the way of, I imagine the roads and the infrastructure was non-existent. Because um, you thought before that it would all be carts, horse and carts, and it's quite know, a, it's quite a, a, a massive feat though to have this tiny little power plant inside of a inside of a. Vehicle. It's the engineering behind it. Yeah. It's quite remarkable. I mean, even and and actually moving forward. When I say power plant, you know what I mean. It's combustion but engine. But moving but. forward quite away uh, from there, you know, even when I first started driving, your car when you. Uh, my first car, I was able to... What was your first car? My f- first car was a Volkswagen Beetle, which I'm always I very, very proud yeah, of. it had pink rims. It, it didn't have pink rims. They were white rims. I don't know why you always say that. I've got a picture of it. In my head, they were pink rims. Right. Because I think you told me once you painted them pink. No, I didn't I ever paint, paint them pink. pink. I didn't paint them pink. I painted them white. Um, Hot pink. But the, the point is, and that's probably not a good example with a Beetle, uh, but you were able... You would fix your car you know uh, and from you know my dad used to have a problem with his car most of the time unless it was something really serious he'd do it himself he'd service it himself he'd change the plugs he'd he'd do the brushes he'd change the oil he'd do all that sort of thing and I used to do that the reason I say it's not quite as straightforward with a VW Beetle is because obviously the engine's in the back not in the front <laughs> so it's it's quite difficult the way the engine's set out on that to do anything like that with it. And that, it used to cost quite a lot of money to have any work done. But I used to change the oil. I used to do different bits, take the wheels on and off, do this, that and the other to it. Nowadays, when you buy a car, you really are very limited to what you can do. I mean, you can top up the oil, you can top up the water in it. But it's, they're usually quite sealed units within the cars, aren't they? And which means that really you have to take them to which is good news for garages and and for manufacturers to go to you know their showrooms and that they run it through you know but that's the way you get things done now you can't really do a huge amount yourself yeah no absolutely and i think yeah because you do want to get genuine parts um out of interest with your first car how long did you uh have it before oh wow uh I I think I had it for about a year or so. Yeah. How many times did you crash it in that year? 
once. How long after you got it did you crash it? Two weeks. Two weeks. Interesting. Well, can I put a bit of context to that then? Uh, anybody icy, that's uh, yeah, anybody that's driven a VW Beetle, they're like tanks, right? So when they go in a certain direction, it's not like power steering. You wouldn't have power steering, and they are very heavy cars. I drove oh, a couple of hundred yards away from where I lived, and there's a bridge. It's a, uh, and it's a single lane bridge, and there was black ice, and I I skidded from one side, skidded onto the pavement on the other side, and hit the wall, which was the railway bridge. It hit the wall there, and uh, and messed up all the side of it. Luckily, there was no one coming Luckily, along. Luckily, it was a tank, and it still worked. It did, but obviously, that was two weeks after having it, so it was every time I got into that car afterwards, it felt like it was sliding when it wasn't. And I must admit, as a car, as reliable, it wasn't very reliable. It used to drive for about seven miles, and then it would cut out. So yeah. you could pre- I'd cut out on... Main roads, up hills, all sorts of things. And obviously pushing it is not easy. So you've had quite a lot of cars, really, haven't you? I have had a lot of cars, yeah. An undetermined amount of cars. Um, yet. So, yet, <laughs> until the end when the quiz comes in. Yeah, but, I mean, I loved that car. I bought it and sold it for exactly the same amount of money. Not bad. Um, no, and they were... <laughs> Bear in mind you crashed it as well. Yeah, but no, it was all done up. Yeah, someone had redone the wing and sprayed it all up. It all looked good. Uh, so but, investment the car was a pretty good thing at the but time. Yeah, but appreciation didn't happen. No, but reason. investments in Beatles, uh, they didn't lose their price. Yeah. And I think even now, with if you were to get a hold of an old Beetle, I mean, I even remember the registration number of it. And you think how long ago. I mean, I was... Uh, I remember the registration of my, old, my first car. That wasn't that long ago, though, was it? <laughs> um, but it... it it you know it is a special thing getting a car. It is it is quite a big deal. Well, did you get it new? Uh, no, no, I, I got it. I mean, you got to think the VW Beetles were made in the sixties. Uh, you know, of, you were born in the sixties. Yeah, but I didn't start driving <laughs> in the sixties to die. You were born in sixty eight. <laughs> yeah, and how old are you when you start driving? Seventeen. How old was I when I started driving my own car? 18, because that's when I, by the time I passed my test, that was then. How many times did you have to do your test before you passed? Twice, Connor. Okay. Yeah. I know you passed first time. No, I'm not, I'm not bragging or anything like that. I'm no, just I, asking I, that. Yeah, interest. I took two. I did, I was very, very nervous and lots of things uh, happened that... Did you put yourself? No, I didn't do that, Connor. I didn't let the driving instructor in. Because last time, last thing my driving instructor, sorry, my uh, said to me is, make sure you you unlock the door, or let it, let him in the door, and then I just sat there, and in the end, he was tapping on my window, the driving examiner. Yeah. When I and he got in, and I a couple of things happened where I pulled out, pulled around the corner, and there was a rag and bone man, uh, like a horse I and like car. Oh, okay. No, not him. Uh, and uh, I don't know what I'm he was doing there. You burn. He was standing in the middle of the road. I thought, get out of the road, you idiot. Um, I was trying to read what he had said on his face as well. Um, no, there was a rag and bone man and like, a horse and cart picking up rubbish from people's and, you know. And I started laughing. I thought, oh, I'd, I'd just been behind a milk float, which again is something you don't see so much now. And I, I laughed. I turned to the guy next to me, the examiner. I said, oh, I can't believe it. Only This would only happen to me. He said nothing. Now, there was people that were like that. I do think, and I do think that happens now, they can actually talk to you. I mean, I don't 
I understand they can't be your friend because they're doing the examination, but they don't have to be stony silent because that just makes you more nervous. That's not a natural so way my, to go. My particular examiner that I had, because uh, I only had the one like we mentioned, Becky actually had the same one I had at one point. Yeah, that's right. She yeah. did it a couple of times. Um, so she, so you do know some of them and, and people, there's always rumours. So uh, the particular one I had, I remember my driving instructor going... Um, he told me afterwards that as soon as he saw him come out, he wasn't going to say anything to me, but as soon as he saw him came out, it was a bit like, oh dear. And he'd actually said to me before the thing, he said, whatever happens, we'll ask for feedback. Whether you pass or fail, we'll ask for feedback. They have to give you feedback if you fail, but they don't have to if you pass, but we'll still get feedback. I passed, and then he didn't ask, and I didn't ask for feedback. And afterwards, I was like, he was um, he was a bit stony-faced, just straight to the point, wasn't he? Because just as soon as I got back, he went, well, Connor... Um, uh, uh, is your driving instructor around? I went, yeah, yeah. He went, do you want to call him over? I called him over and said, well, Connor, I'm pleased to say you've passed. I'm just going to fill out these details. And he sat there and we all just sat in silence. He filled out these details and my driving instructor put his thumbs up at me. And uh, and then we left and he was like, I was like, he seemed a bit quiet. He went, yeah, that's why I never asked him to give feedback because I got one of the stony faced, not very uh, nice instructors, <clears throat> but luckily... Things worked out for well, me. Well, I think the first test I had, the second test, the first test I had was that one, and I got back and I failed it, and I was absolutely distraught. And um, and then the second one I had, I don't know, the attitude was dif- different. He had said to me, hopefully you won't get this particular person, and you all sat in a room and, and the things, yeah, they and just examiners come out. out and they go, Mr. Harding, and it was the bloke he hoped I wouldn't get. So we walked out, into uh, out to the, where the cars were. So had you walked out thinking, well, I've already failed? I think I walked out thinking, oh, for God's sake, no, here we go. I made a joke. Sometimes you know that, when I'm nervous, yeah. I joke. Uh, and he said to me... You also do that when you're confident. Can you tell me, can you read the registration on that car? Meaning the car. I said, what car? <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, that, that met with... And I think because it was... Whereas before, when he, he didn't God's say anything... God. He, I was freaked out by it. This time, I just laughed to myself. I just thought, ah, oh, whatever, you know, you're going to be like that. And we, I got in, he got in, we drove up to the first junction and I stalled. We just changed car. The the instructor had just changed his car, so I wasn't quite used to the biting point and it stalled. And I, instead of panicking, I just tutted, done all the procedure of doing what you're supposed to do, you know, back into neutral, bang, 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 you, and I went. Which I can almost guarantee if you stalled now, you wouldn't do. No. So, um, but t- the test was supposed to last, or usually last about 20 minutes. When I got, I thought it had lasted a long while, and when I got back, there was only my instructor out there sitting on the wall outside the exam centre looking at me, and I saw him look at me, and then he pulled up, and he'd done that. He'd already done the highway code stuff and all the rest of it. So we, uh, you have a theory test now. It's done yeah, separately. Yeah. And one of the questions was, "What are the zigzag lines by a zebra crossing for?" And I said, "What do you, what do you mean? What they're for?" And he said, "Well, what do they represent?" I said, "Well, you've got to, you know, it's it's an awareness that there's a thing." And I kept saying, and he kept going back to it and kept going back to it. And then when we sat there, and I thought, "Ah, whatever, you know, it's going to be a foul again." Isn't it? I've been out forty minutes, and he said, "Right." I'm going to pass you. And I didn't really hear a great deal more after that, but I did hear him saying, but for God's sake, when you get in, look up what the zigzag... It is no... You don't 
overtake anybody on it and you're not allowed to park on them. But, yeah. you know, that was obvious to me, but I should have said it. But then I got in and that, and it is an incredible feeling when you pass your test. Yeah, it is. Such an emotional thing. They don't let you, I don't know if with you, yeah, but they don't let you, don't drive. Let you drive back because obviously you're, you're. Well, as soon as that happened, you're fully insured. And I think, sorry, you've uh, got your full license. And the, also the driving instructors aren't insured to have oh, some. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's oh, right. They, well, they probably are, but I, I don't know. It's just. One but of these it, things as well. It but is about your attitude towards. I suppose that's about anything you do. If you if you go in it thinking right, whatever happens happens, I'll do my best. Then if you can maintain that, that's great. But it is such a high pressured thing to do. Oh, it is. Yeah, big time. You know, but you it's don't. A, it's you won't ever get a, a time like that going out in a car. You won't get a time where you feel. Oh that no, much I drive nothing the, like how I learned to drive. Isn't yeah. it funny though? All these. Well. Bad habits, but... It has reminded me, and I understand the time-wise with it, but obviously I took two driving tests and passed the second one, and that was when I was 18, right? I've been driving since then. I haven't had to have any more tests, obviously, and, you know, no problems. When I started driving vans for the Royal Mail, I had to have a test you did, in yeah. the van. And uh, that in itself again, was such a bizarre experience because not only did you have to prove you could drive it and they have examiners that come in from the AA and the RAC and people like that and go out with you. But when we were going along a road, he said to me, right, I want you to describe to me what you see ahead. And I, I said, uh, what, as far as the road? He said, no, I want you to tell me what you see ahead see ahead everything that's going on and again a hazard perception yeah and again my mind took over and started to decide to do things differently so I started off <laughs> and I went uh, there's a road coming up on the left hand side a car's just pulled up there but they're waiting for me it looks like he's looking at me that's okay a little bit ahead of here there's a pedestrian crossing uh, but no one near it so I'll, I'll you know I'll carry on going on my right hand side uh, there's a car, you know, there's a turning on the right-hand side, but it's kind of thinking, you know, what, what? And then on my left, there's a man walking down with his dog. Um, on my right-hand side, there's two women and a pushchair. And, and and in the end, I was saying, and it was getting, and he stopped me in the end, and I thought he was going to cause me a problem. Now, I didn't think there was a chance of me failing it. Apparently, there is a big chance of me failing it. But when I started talking about people's clothes and things like that, <laughs> that's not what he wanted to know. But I was out for ages with him as well. You had to go and do a bit of a motorway driving and all the rest of it. But nowadays, I'm just driving sort of a few miles a day all around the state. It doesn't really make much difference. But yeah, that was weird having to do that all over again after so much time. Anyway... One thing we were going to say today was about uh, the fact that cars, they're, they're not just, you know, we remember our first cars and we remember, you know, that these sort of things were tests. But My know, first car, Vauxhall Corsa Griffin. Yeah, Vauxhall Corsa And it was brand new, wasn't it? Brand new. Yeah, what a lovely thing to have. Ridge. Brand new car, first now it's car. passed away. Oh, no, it's gone, hasn't it's it? in a car accident. Yes. So yes. then I got a new car. You got a new car. Ford Fiesta ST line. Yeah, which is really nice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah really nice. So, I mean... 20 reg. I mean, I, I'm, that was, that crash was horrible. Uh, it was horrible for you. It was very 
uh, difficult to see when I came and and saw you there, even though you were standing there unhurt. It was. Uh, oh, I was sitting down at the time when you came over. Yeah, actually, but, it, but the, the when you looked at the car, I could have cried. But anyway, this you know this new car is lovely. I mean, my new car. I've got an MG. MG three. Uh, MG three. I love it. It's it's. Uh, it's just you know it's probably the comfort it drives really nice it's got all the okie coke in it and it has this really fun beeping noise that it makes uh does it oh it did is it stopped now oh it's... it doesn't do that anymore no oh, okay <laughs> no, no we're all it right thinks when the door's open <laughs> yeah yeah no I've, i don't know what what it was but i've sorted it <laughs> i just slammed all the doors and it's okay now um but what I was going to say is about films and TV, and I'm going to rattle through some things now. One thing that went before I could even drive, bomb films. Bomb films and cars go hand in hand. You've got two of my favourites, obviously the classic Aston Martin yep. DB5, right? Wonderful car. And if I had money and money was no object to buy a car, I'd buy an Aston Martin. Yeah, I might get an Aston Martin DB9. Oh, just incredible. Uh Lotus Esprit uh, S1, which was, if people remember, Spyro Love Me. I don't think it actually goes underwater like the one in the James Bond film, but that looked incredible as well. Very sleek, very stylish sports car. But then you've got, I've said about having a 3W Beetle. You've got Herbie. Yeah. It, how about, um, sorry. You, do you no, wanna, go on. I was going to say, how about um, a, oh my goodness, I've forgotten the name of it, from... Back to the Future. Well, that was the other one, a DeLorean. DeLorean. I a DeLorean to DMC. Though, I mean, a who'd, who'd even GTA. heard of DeLoreans before that no, film? exactly. And then suddenly, I mean, that was a fairly short-lived um, sort of a, a range of cars anyway. I think it was just that particular if one. I, if money was no object and I, I, I would love to get a DeLorean one day. Right. Um, also, how about um, a Reliant Robin? Well, it's weird, That's isn't it? That's a famous one, isn't Reliant it? Right, so you've got, I think the one in Only Fools and Horses is uh, a Reliant Regal van, it's called. Yeah. But that, again, if you put... Well, if you, you were saying about earlier about the first car being a three-wheeler car. Yeah, you know, exactly. I don't know. I mean, they are... Te- I think they're terrible, the three-wheelers. There's been other ones as well. I think there was a... There Normally was a, they're better if they've got the wheel on the back <clears> rather than the front. Yeah, there was a uh, car the called... And I might be wrong here, um... I think it was something called a Messerschmitt. I know that's a plane, but it was something like that, or that was a freewheeler Maybe by the as same well. people, probably. Um, other ones, one of my favourites growing up, a Ford Grand Torino, a Starsky and Hutch car. And what used to be Dream. hilarious, I mean, those cars look incredible with a white stripe up them, but people used to have other cars when I was younger and they'd put that white stripe. So they have a Ford Cortina, but they'd still have that white stripe going up the side of it as if that made it look really See, cool. That's a, that's one of my dream cars is that one day to get a Ford GT. Like yeah, a modern they, one, but. but it's iconic because of that. Uh, minis, like Mini Coopers, you've got the Italian yeah. job for when I was... Don't look as good as they used to, I think. No, see a bit like the VW Beetles. Like, aged as well. Oh, VW Beetles now are, in the nice possible way, really ugly. I don't like the them as much as nice. they, the old ones were classic and a bit a bit like the minis as well. Yeah. Uh, Italian Job, really the the first film, Michael Caine in it. It's iconic. I think it's them minis driving aren't small about. anymore. I Mr. Bean, 
And he drove a Mini, didn't he? You show people, this is the thing about cars. If you show people a picture, like like we said about the three-wheeler van, show a three-wheeler van, or any one, but a yellow one, no writing on it, people will say only fools and horses. If you show a green Mini... Mini, they'll say Mr. Bean. Bean, Yeah. You know, uh, other ones... um, Mr. Bean uh, translates quite well to other countries as well. It does indeed, yeah. So there was a series of stuff that uh, was sort of retro... um, for for TV crime and all the rest of it, you had well one that was actually in the um, in the at the time it was made like seventies is was the Ford Capri. Now you had that in Only Fools and Horses. He got himself a Capri as he used to call it. But they were one of my friends had one when I first started driving, and they just looked like sports cars. They were just incredible. Um, but then there was a, a series uh, called uh, Life on Mars. And Ashes to Ashes was the sequel to that. And it was about a policeman that sort of woke up in a different era, you know, and go, went back. But even there, the, the Audi Quattro, and it even lent itself to one of the catchphrases in it was fire up the Quattro. You know, the, you, you get things that are the, the car is a character as much as the people that are in it anyway. Quite literally, Knight Rider. Well, yeah. Knight Rider. So, uh, yep, yeah, Knight Rider. That was a Pontiac Trans Am. Uh, what other ones did I think of here? So you got the oh, you obviously got things like the Batmobile, which the original Batmobile was a um, customized existing car, a mystery machine. Yeah. As, as again, if you showed a van like that, people were going to say Scooby Doo. And if people have vans like that, they'll probably it's, there's lots of vans painted up to look like the mystery machine. And I tell you what, every time I see a black van, I think of the A-Team, A-team and I yeah. do the little B.A. Barakas one from there. But one there was, to just finish off from your youth. Oh, there was Brum. Yeah. Brum from my youth. That was an amazing TV show. I remember that. <laughs> and what was fun about what's fun about Brum, so we went to um, the Cotswolds. We went to the car museum in the Cotswolds. Yeah, it was in excellent Burton there, on the water. Wasn't it? Was Burton on the water? Yeah, it had an incredible yeah. amount of cars in it. They got a car museum and without... In in the nicest possible way, we went in there thinking oh, that's not going to be much, because it was just like really looked really small from the front. Yeah, it did. But didn't then it? you walk through a door, and it's basically just a bunch of buildings that they're all next to each other, so they've just made doors compo- uh, attached to them all. Yeah. And you go through, and there's all these really amazing it was like cars. A it? One of which was Brum. Why? Well, yeah, had Brum the original there. Brum. We yeah. met Brum. Yeah. No. Yeah. So that was, that was it. Cool. It was quite an emotional time for you, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And there was a door that looked like the TARDIS. It was, but that was great. I mean, that that is, if you look around any of these museums, it, it's it's a real eye opener. Of in a certain degree, cars are not quite as um, stylish, maybe, or you know, some of the older cars there seem to be more about them like that. They might not be as aerodynamic as they should should be, or would be cost effective with with filling it up with petrol and that. But there was something about them. Yeah. But yeah. Love it. So, um, cars. In cars, I like to listen to the radio or music. Do you? I would love if there was a new song that I could listen to. Well, that's that's um, that's great because I have got a new song. Well, I've got a kind of... I've it done got- a... For once, usually the songs that I write are written by myself. They are orig- original songs. This week... Written and performed by David Harding. Yeah, written and performed by myself, all instruments. Um, Just picking myself up there for a bit. But this song is, you will recognise as 
a parody of an existing song, which is Creep by Radiohead. Um, but I've chose this song because it seemed to fit in. And this song is all about when you pass your test. We talk about Sorry, you just recently fell in love with Radiohead just a little bit, didn't you? I did a little bit, yeah. yeah. Cheers me up. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> right. So when you pass your test, I don't think people realise this. Some people that don't drive realise that when you pass your test, as long as as well as getting that piece of paper that says you passed, you actually get the soul of your car at that same time. And that soul of your car is carried through your life for every car that you get. So your first car will have it. It will go to your second car. It will go to your third car. And sometimes your original soul of your car is not very happy about its next reincarnation. And that's what this song's about. All right, I'll give it a listen. I was a gear shift before And easy on the eye My boot was substantial Cup holders on both sides My seats were real level My paintwork was gold I used to be special GTI special But I'm a Jeep I'm a Peugeot Why the hell did you buy me? Was I on top gear? Your treachery hurts Driving eco I've got too many seats And a roof you can't fold I wanna be noticed When we're driving around So, so special GTI special But I'm a Jeep I'm a Peugeot Why the hell did you buy me? Was I on top gear? Systems crappy Radio head looped I was a GTI special So so special But I'm a Jeep 
I'm a pusher. Why the hell did you buy me? Was I on top gear? Was I on top gear? What a fantastic piece of song. Piece of parody. Piece of music. Yes, thank you, Radiohead, for that. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just a bit of fun. And we'll probably be back on to original stuff next week. Will we? Yes. Yes, <laughs> okay. Because I know what the song is next week. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. Okay, I've already recorded that, haven't I? Yeah, you have. Okay. Let's play a game. Let's play a game. <laughs> okay. Oh, right. <laughs> so we play it then. Right, let's have a quiz then, shall we? Oh, it's a quiz. It's a quiz. <laughs> it's a quiz. There's oh, a couple of... Oh, no, I don't know what's going on. Um, uh, I've, I just, when I listen to Radiohead or a version of Radiohead, it just right. affects me. Back, um, sorry, back... Professional now. Professional. Okay, we've got a quiz. It's it's a multiple choice quiz. No way. Uh, it is. Uh, it's about cars. Um, no way. And uh, if you could play my sting. Okay. Climb inside for the FNS car quiz. But wipe your feet. It's just been clean. Buckle up and wait for the questions Try to avoid getting in a tears Nice sting. Nice sting. Glad you like it. Right, shall we crack on? Yeah. Okay. So question one. What do the initials BMW stand for? Do they stand for A, Bavarian Motor Works? Do they stand for B, Berlin Motor Wagon? Or do they stand for C, Big Monkey Wiener? <laughs> nice. Did you not think of a third one? <laughs> no, I couldn't think of a third one. No. Um, Bavarian Motor Works. Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure you don't want to pick B? I'm sure I want to pick B. Oh, that is um, right. That is correct. Okay. Good start. Question two. Thank you. What was the name of the first car sent into space? Was it A, the Tesla Rocketeer? Was it B, the Tesla Roadster? Or was it C, the Tesla Explorer? Uh, that was, I remember it. That was the Tesla Roadster. And right. I actually, I remember. So I think, it, I think it was Elon Musk's personal Tesla. So he sent it up in a rocket? Yeah. So where is it now then? I think it's still in space. I might have to check that. What an idiot. Right, okay. Question three. How long does it take an airbag to inflate during a car crash? You should know about I this. I know, it went off. Yeah, do you remember? Um, uh, do you remember? <laughs> Actually, not really. You don't remember? Well, I do and I don't because it happened and and then everything went white and then um, and then I was looking around there was a smell and then there was the airbag inflated. In hindsight, the whiteness was the airbag. Uh, but carry on. Okay, I'll carry on anyway. Don't worry. So is it A, 40 milliseconds? Is it B, 50 milliseconds? Or is it C, 60 milliseconds? Unbelievable. These, the, do you remember before Look, last week where I had these things about this? Can sc- I just say, I know that you've got an issue with these sort of things, but when you do a quiz, some of the quiz you might know, some of the quiz 
uh, you might have an educated guess, and some of them you just have to have a guess. And what makes it easier, if you've got multiple choice, now stop <laughs> moaning and just choose one. 40 milliseconds. And it's right. See, so you've got it right, so stop it. Anyway. Stop it. Stop it. Stop your moaning. Question four. I couldn't make an educated guess with that one, could I? Wait, but you could still guess. Question four. When was the first speeding ticket issued and how fast was the motorist travelling? This came up on the quiz we did the other day. I think the first... No, it, the question was, I think they gave the year or something. So, so just to highlight, this is the quiz that we actually did. Like, we went to a, a quiz. Yeah. Not the one we did, and I've yeah. just forgotten, and I'm asking it again. Right, so, first speeding ticket issued, and how fast was the person going? Was it in 1900, and the person was going 27 miles per hour? Was it in 1901, and the person was going 34 miles per hour? Or was it in 1902, and the person was going 45 miles an hour? Oh... I'm going to go 1901. 1901, 34 miles per hour. Yeah. It was, in fact, 1902, and they were going 45 miles per hour. In 1902, in a car that would have been around in 1902, 45 miles per hour must have Quite seemed a lot, like... Quite yeah. Must have been shaking. I thought shaking, you were going a lot it? later than that. Yeah. I thought it would be like 1923 or something like that. No. There you go. Okay, question six. Turns out I didn't remember the quiz that well. No. <laughs> How long will the average British driver spend stuck in traffic in their life? Um, 50 years. Is it A, 77 days? Is it B, 88 days? Or is it C, 99 days? B, 88 days. It's in fact C, 99 oh. days. Oh, dear. It's all going wrong, isn't it? Okay. Now, these I get I get that you've got to guess these, but it is a quiz. Lighten up. <laughs> <laughs> Question six. I didn't moan at that one, but oh, now no, you make me want to moan. I anticipated you moaning. Questions. Now I'm going to moan. Right. Question six. The world... The world... The world's, uh, wizza, wizza. Uh, wizza, wizza. The world's <laughs> first again. automobile race was in 1895. Oh, that shows you. And was one... Oh, hang on. This might... Oh, no, no, no. The world's first automobile race was in 1895 and was won with a speed of what? Was it 15 miles per hour? That's A. 20 miles per hour? That's B. Or 25 miles per hour? That's C. 1895. B, 20. It was, in fact, A, 15 oh, miles per hour. Oh, dear, oh, dear. It's all going tragically wrong <sighs> for you. Okay. You've got a chance to redeem yourself now. We've got four more questions. Question seven. What is currently the world's fastest car? Right. Okay. Is it A, Koenigsegg Jesko Absolute? Is it B, the Bugatti Chiron Supersport 300 Plus? Or is it C, the Hennessy Venom F5? Um, I have a question. These fastest road cars, yeah, they would have to be because you've got the Bugatti Chiron. Yeah. Um, the Bugatti uh, 
What was it, Bugatti? It's the Bugatti Chiron Super Sport 300 Plus. So I'm pretty sure Bugatti Veyron used to be the fastest car. Um, what are the other two? So A is the Koenigsegg Jesco Absolute, and C is the Hennessy Venom F5. Hennessy Venom F5. It is in fact B, the Bugatti Chiron Super Sport 300 Plus at 300 miles per hour. Although it's capped at 273 miles per hour, but they will remove the cap, but only if it is a supervised run around their own test track. The other two say that they can go faster, but have never been able to prove it as yet. That's infuriating because I was thinking Bugatti, but I went away from it. your first gut feeling. Oh, this one's going to annoy you. Yep. What, the next question? Next question's going to really annoy you. Question eight. Do you write them to annoy me? Yeah. Okay. How many cars have I owned so far in my life? In my own right, these are. So these are my cars. Oh, I can't. So in your own right. So in this case, are you not counting like company cars? I am counting. Yeah, I am counting cars. I am Ooh, counting. Careful. Yeah, I'll be careful with that sentence. <laughs> I am counting company cars. What I am not counting is, for instance, Mum's current car, which I'm I'm on the sort of insurance for, but is not my car. Okay, so would would you count a car that you drove for a period of time between you having your having a different car? Like, for example, there was a period of time where you drove around Mum's Micra. No. Because that was mum's micro. Okay. So I'm going to think about recent history. So recent history, you've had the MG. Do you want me to give you the numbers first? Oh, yes, please. Right. (laughs) Right. How many cars have I owned so far in my life in my own right? Is it A, 10? Is it B, 12? Or is it C, 14? I think it's more than 10. Because if I'm thinking just recent history, you've had the MG. Before you had the Hyundai. Before that, you had the... um, What's the name of the Matiz? Dayo. Dayo Matiz. Uh, before that, you had... What did you have before the Dayo Matiz? You did have another car before the Dayo Matiz, and it wasn't a particularly good one either. Oh, it was a good one. Was it the Renault Megane? Yeah. So you had the Renault Megane before the Dayo. Uh, before the, that, you had the... You had a Jeep, had a Mondeo. Um, I'm going to go with, was it B12? So it was A10, B12 or C14. I'm stuck between, I'm going to go B12. It's C14. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) So these were. In order. In order. VW Beetle. Right, knew that one. VW Polo. Oh, that would have thrown me off, okay. Ford Mark IV Cortina. Didn't know that one. Ford Fiesta. I think you told me you had a Fiesta before. Yeah, Red Fiesta. Ford Escort. Okay. Ford Mondeo. I remember the Mondeo. It was red, Suzuki Jeep. Yep. Suzuki Jeep, Stacked yeah. the Mondeo. Oh, I forgot. There was um, the Safira. Yeah, two Safiras. Two of them, okay. I had a black Safira, which had all the old bits and pieces on it, and then I had a basic one, a silver one. A Ford Escort Estate, a white one. I had a Ford Estate Escort, which had the estate back to it. 
which I'd forgotten I had, but I had that when for a period of time. I had that between having the Safira and the Renault Megane Coupe, which oh, was my because, company car. Because didn't you get rid of the Escort when you got the Megane? Yeah. And then okay. the Deo Matiz, Hyundai gets. Did you actually go from the Megane to the Deo? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah because I gave up my company car. Yeah, and then the next car because I just needed to get something to run around with was that green mean little machine. Yeah, okay. Damn it is. I'm sure that, gets, are you sure there wasn't a car in between those? No. Okay. Definitely not. Okay. Damn uh, it is. Hyundai uh, gets Tinkerbell or Shrek, depending on who you asked. Uh, it certainly wasn't called Tinkerbell. Because remember, you had, to, right. you had to flick a switch in it to, to turn do, on the reverse light. To turn on the reverse lights, yeah. But it did have an auxiliary uh, connection in it. Yeah, so you've I could still just got the radio my, for that. Yeah, I still have because of that. Uh, then the Hyundai Gets, which I've got to say, I loved that car. That didn't was, have a radio. It didn't have a radio didn't work properly in it because it, it didn't have an antenna thing on it. But it it served me really well. I do loads of miles in it, and it was a light little speedy car. People used to pull up with the lights. And I didn't do anything illegal, but they'd look at you and go, yeah. And then I'd just put my foot down, I'd be away from them. And the MG, which I love, which is my newest car. Yeah, the thing is, at least you upgraded from the um, from the Hyundai with something you actually liked. Yeah. Because I think you were a bit worried. You think, do I need a new car? And then you end up getting a new car. I did get a new car. Right. And you've got two more questions. Two more questions. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So next question being question number nine. I'm going to play you three horns, right? Oh, no, that sounds a nice. bit weird. I'm <laughs> going to play the sound of three horns, like um, beepers in cars. <laughs> That's what they're called. They're called Beeps. horns, aren't they? Beep, beepers in cars. So I'm going to play you three of them, and then I'm going to ask you to match them up against either my car, your car, or mum's car. So yours is an MG3, my car's an... Full Fiesta ST line, and then Mum's is a Renault Scenic. Okay, it is. So, just if anyone wants to play along. Okay, I'm going to play <laughs> you. You probably hear the Hooter twice. Okay. Okay. So this is your first one. Which one is this? Did you hear that? I did hear that. Yeah. Okay. So that's your first. So that's one. number one. That's your first one. Second one. Whose is this? Okay. Okay. Yeah. And for your third one, this is all from the inside of the car. These are all from the inside of the car, right? So whose is this? Um. Right. So one, two, and three. I've got to determine one, two, and right. three. Which one's so which? So I want you to tell me which one was your one. Was my one number one? No. Was my one number three? No. <laughs> was my one number two? Yes. I thought it was the best one anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well done on that then. Okay. Which one then was Mum's car? Oh, was it number two? No. Was number was Mum's number three? Mum's was number three and mine was number one. No, and yours was number one. Yeah. Well cool, done. So I got it right. So you got that right. Oh, well, are you going to cut it like that? Okay, so that went well. So we've got a similar sort of one here. And I appreciate you can hear the paper flapping about while no, I'm doing it. No, couldn't hear it. Could you not? Fine. But there we go. Your last question. Have a listen to these sounds 
of boots being shut and tell me the make and model of the car boot being shut. And for our American listeners, trunk. Trunk. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, hang on. Make and model. So these are, again, our yeah, cars. Yeah, so our cars anyway, but, right. you know, you just have to do that. Okay, so the first one. Let's have a look, listen to the first one and see who it is. Right. That so was horrendous. Like that, I, that just sounds like someone's tripped over. Yeah? Yeah. Right. Okay. So that was that boot. Whose is this then? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just check to see if I haven't just played the same one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, well, this was a great idea, wasn't it? Right, and what about this one? Right, why is number three made of rubber? <laughs> uh, well, what do you mean made of rubber? Does it sound a bit weird, does it? It sounded well weird. It was like... Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, right, so what are the questions? So? Make a model of each. Yeah. So what was the first one you heard? Um, that, n- none of them sound like that in real life. Just saying. All right. Uh, did you put the phone in the boot to do this? Yeah, I put it in the boot and then slammed the boot. Oh, okay. Um, might sound different from inside the boot. Oh, it might do, but that's the actual. So I'd only know it? that if I ever got locked inside one of the boots. Oh well, you know what to do before the next quiz. Um. Okay. So number one was. Yeah. Um. Number one was. Mum's my car. Mum's car. Mum's car. Which one are you going to go for? Mum's car. Is that because I looked surprised when you said that? No. No. Okay. It was Mum's car, yeah. Yes. Which is a? Oh, a Renault Scenic. Thank you. To get the question right. Number two. Two was my car, which is a Ford Fiesta ST line. Oh, very well done. And the last one was the MG3, which is your car. The reason I knew it was your car was the last one, because your car has got the, the cover on it. But oh, I, you that heard noise that, yeah. sounded like it getting stuck. I realised that when I did it, yeah. Well done, you know your boots, just not your horns. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the end of my little car quiz. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Excellent. Yes. I thought it was something. What? Yeah. You said, I hope you enjoyed it. I thought it was something. You thought it was something? Yeah. Okay, thanks for that. That's at least something. Why'd you go serious there for a moment? Because I didn't really understand what you are going on about. That's why. Oh, um, right. That's my serious what? What? Okay. So that's it. That's another one. Um, there was loads we wanted to talk about about cars, but we can't go on forever. So we've had to sort of scale it down a little bit going through. What was your favourite car that you ever had? My favourite car that I ever had? Oh, I think the... I do think the MG, I, I, yeah. there's something about it. I don't know where it's now because I've got it now and it's at the time that I'd like a bit of comfort. I can play music in there. I can do all sorts. So, no, I think that's that's probably my favourite. What about yeah. you? Out of the like, two you've got, Ed? <laughs> out of the com- I would like a combination of the two because I really love my heated seats and steering wheel and my Corsa. But, Have you uh, not got heated steering and seats? And steering seats? No, not in my I ST don't like heated seats. makes you feel like you've messed yourself when you no, put No, I love them. Um, so that's what I would bring over to my new car. However, I'd, my new car, as an actual car, yeah. is a lot better. Excellent. Right. Next week, we are talking about getting old. We are. Um, if there is any messages you do like want 
sent to us, you can do it on the website fatherandsundays.com. You have to contact us and you can send a message on there. Or you can email us at contact us at fatherandsundays.co.uk. Yep, that's correct. Yep. No, no, it's not. At fatherandsundays.com. Fact check. <laughs> I got confused there for a moment. Um, also, as mentioned earlier in the podcast, there's also the charity side of things. You can do that on the going to our website, go to charity charity page or go fatherandsundays.com forward slash charity uh, all the episodes available on the website but you can go on your chosen podcast platform Facebook, Instagram, Twitter like, follow, subscribe, share those review the podcast on your chosen podcast platform uh, Spotify, Apple yeah. okay with that's it I'm going to say bye alright then bye Leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.